Welcome to Sixers and Six, America's favorite six-minute Sixers podcast. I'm your host, Miggy DeLeon, and joining me as always is one, Chris Hipple. Say hi. Miguel, we're back. Great game. Chris, we are back, and um, yeah, we're coming at the people after a good old spanking. You know, sometimes you just gotta play against your rival and just get the shit smacked out of you, because we lost big. At one point, we were down like... I, I feel like it was like 70 points, I feel like, or something insane. But we end up losing 135 to 87 in a game where we just got stomped. I mean, listen, there's not really much to say. It was ugly. It was not fun. Uh, I mean, it was fun in that James Harden got to ring the bell. Uh, but I will say, I want to bring this up real quick. Statistic or mentality, okay? Sixers scored 42 points in the first half. JoJo scored or assisted on 37 of those points. So, you know, not a lot of love, not a lot of help from the other members of the squad. And that's why we have James Harden. And ultimately, Harden is a sixer. And so really, we're the winners. Chris, what would you think of that game? Yeah, I, I just I can't I can't blame them for coming out so flat and disinterested. I felt like it's like, you know, you're getting an N64 for Christmas. Oh, OK. But it's like mid-December right now. Okay. And so, and your mom is just like, you just, just go play with your Legos. And you're just like, I don't want to play with Legos. I, this is so painful. Like (laughs) no one was interested in playing basketball last night. And I can't help but think that it was like a little bit related to the guy sitting courtside and just an unbelievable outfit. Like, can you tell Hmm. me a little bit about what he was wearing? Uh, well, I am the fashion guru of this podcast, and I will say that he went, um, Star Wars chic, Uh like Galactic Senate Star Wars chic. I really thought it was phenomenal. I thought it was really like, you know, when on your quinceanera, you got to wear something real nice, got to wear the dress. That is what James Harden wore. You know, that was his quinceanera coming out dress. It's really something. It is not... (laughs) The most relatable Philadelphia athlete move. Um, I respect it. And I will say that there is a 100% likelihood that at some point there will be a disappointing playoff game Mm. from him. Mm. And there will be a sports talk radio segment just dedicated to like, you know, I can't believe he's coming out here. He cares more about his fashion, what he's wearing. Like, come on. (laughs) Remember Uh the Donovan McNabb air guitar? No, actually. Oh, wait. Well, I mean, that was like his post, you know, score celebration or what? He did it like coming out of the tunnel and it just ended up being like symbolic of like, this guy doesn't get it. Like he's not focused (laughs) on football. I could just see a world where. I love it. Like in the aftermath of the greatest trade in Sixers history outside of the Stauskas trade, we got pessimistic Chris just like coming full blast. Chris, you know, I do want to talk about this press conference. I thought he though. looked good. <laughs> I, I'm just saying. Chris, probably one of the most anticipated moments of this season so far has been this press conference. And Chris, James Harden had a lot to say. One of those things was he was asked, hey, do you think you can win a championship this year with these guys? Hell yeah, Hell is yeah. what he said. And the other kind of juicy thing, which I think – took a lot of the NBA insiders by surprise or whatever you want to talk about, is uh, that apparently Philadelphia was his first choice. And so in case, you know, you're living under a rock and you didn't get to hear the press conference, see it, 
I would say those are the two juiciest things. Did you take anything away from the press conference? No, I just I I don't know what to believe anymore. I know, right? It's like because there's all of there's also these leaks coming out of Brooklyn where it's talking about you know they're talking about how horrible he's been. Um, I don't know where we're at. He picked us. He always want it was always us. It's perfect. Everything's great. Everything's great. Everything's gonna be fine, and literally nothing's gonna go wrong, and it's gonna be fantastic. I love it. Those leaks, like about how bad things were with him in Brooklyn, like by the way, I just have to like address this. Mm-hmm. All of the the discourse around the trade and how somehow we've moved the goalposts to a level where it's kind of a win win trade. Like, no, it's not. It's not. Yeah. The Nets were on paper the greatest super team ever assembled, <laughs> and it's over for them. Yeah. Like. Everyone in the Eastern Conference is psyched that the Nets super team is over. They I mean, blew it. Yeah, they, they did, but also they're kind of not psyched because both teams did get better, right? You had one team that had, had just like a zero in Ben Simmons, and then the other team that had like disinterested James Harden. Now they've swapped places, and they're going to start doing their thing. Chris, we are at the Shake Milton Minute. Shake, shake, shake. Uh, do you have any uh, parting words for us? Any um, good uh, nuggets for us? I am curious about the rest of the roster. Uh, I know the Boston game didn't really mean anything to me, but I just can't help but wonder, like, come playoff time, what are we working with? And I think that we need to have the best players in the series, and in Joel and Harden, we probably against most teams could have the t- the best two players in the series mm-hmm. but also you need to have guys who aren't complete liabilities and just watching that Boston game I'm like Matisse he just can't score ever at all like he just <laughs> he can be completely ignored yeah. which is not great Corkmaz like dude Obama, I don't know why he's still Obama. playing Obama let's go Danny Green is not able to defend anyone anymore really Tobias Listen, you can't be you can't it be was a, to, it's two it's Toby 2.0 and anything that happened in that Celtics game is just like not real. It, that wasn't a real game. I mean, you know, we should pump the brakes okay. a little bit. Uh because that Celtics game was an aberration. They shot like fucking 70% from 3 in the first half. We were just it was just there's definitely a post Harden on the wings about to come play for us malaise about the squad and so I'm going to give them the pass. I'm going to give them the pass. I hope they look alive tomorrow against the Bucs. Mm. Um, but also, I don't really care. I really don't. I'm just <laughs> waiting for Harden and, the, you know, oh, oh, yeah. ready to ha- fast forward to the playoffs. 